about it to Oh, what's up, brother? Not much, man. How you um, all right, just waking up, waking up. Sorry, I got, still got my glasses on. Uh, ah, you look good. Like you've been up for hours. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, I get up around like five thirty or six. Yeah, I got up at four thirty, but that was just to go take a piss. Nice. You know, <laughs> came back and woke. Set my alarm for eight, and then a snooze till eight thirty. <laughs> <laughs> and then got up at 30, had a cup of coffee, and uh, here I am. But I made it. Yeah, made man. It. Happy to see you. Yeah, yeah, you too. Likewise, likewise. Happy Friday and all that shit. Yeah, it is Friday. Thank, thank goodness. TGI Friday. That's it, man. man I, used to, yeah. I, used to, I used to love that shit when I was a kid. That uh, TGI, what was it? TGIF, that block on ABC. Oh, yeah, on ABC. Yeah, it was like, yeah. uh, what, Family Matters? Um, uh, Boy Meets World. Boy Meets World. The one with uh, what's his name? Uh, Patrick Duffy and uh, yeah, Su- yeah, yeah, Suzanne Suzanne Summers. Suzanne Summers. She could get it. Yeah, she still looks good. Yeah. yeah. What was that? Yeah, called? with all the kids. Yeah. It was like it was like a modern day Brady Bunch type of thing. Yeah, it, it, it was. Yeah, very. Was it Growing Pains? No, it was not. Growing Pains was uh, the no, thing. That's the, the the Christian cult guy. Yeah, um, Kirk Cameron. Kirk Cameron. Um, yeah, what was the one with Suzanne Summers? Yeah, oh man, now yeah, I gotta look it up. B is googling. I'm gonna write a theme song for when you're when you're googling. Yeah, let's see. Well, it doesn't make no. You, you don't need to write a theme song because you know we wouldn't get much play. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> it happened so fast. Because it happened so fast. I'm, all right, actually, now you could probably I, I could use one because I'm yeah I'm yeah, groggy. See. I'm fucking yeah. up. <laughs> I was just I was doing a Google search for Google. <laughs> oh man what was that uh, step by step step by step it had that guy in it that like one of the older kids the guy who like really liked cheese he was like the dumb one and he'd always be like wisconsin the cheese state yeah uh he, yeah yeah he was almost like a, like a counter reef type of character exactly yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. dinosaurs sabrina the teenage witch uh, I, I never watched Sabrina the Teenage Witch. That must have been later. Like it must have been later in the years. Yeah. So, yeah, I've got a list right here of all the, the years they were on and all that. So yeah, oh, Family that's... Matters eighty nine ninety seven, Step by Step ninety one ninety seven, Full House mm-hmm. uh, eighty seven ninety five. Rest meets in peace, World. Bob Saget. Yeah, rest in peace. The great one. Uh, Boy Meets World ninety three to two thousand. I love Boy Meets World. Boy Meets World is so good. Yeah, Topanga man, she can she can certainly uh, yeah, get it. Yeah, yeah, she could get it for sure. Uh, Sabrina ninety six to oh, okay. two thousand three. Okay, that was already out. That was yeah. Yeah, and then hanging with hanging with Mr. Cooper. Remember That's that one? Right. Yeah, with the old yeah. guy. I like that guy. Yeah. yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Was Mr. Cooper with the the brother or the old guy? The the brother meaning the black guy or the yeah. brother. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. The the tall, the tall, bald headed. Uh, yeah, uh, he was like an ex basketball player who ends yeah, up yeah, yeah. teaching. I love those '90s sitcom like circumstances that lead people into uh, those funny situations. Yeah, you say that shit out loud. It's like what? I <laughs> got <laughs> like, uh, you know uh, a basketball like a you know celebrity basketball player, you know superstar basketball player who then goes into teaching. High school. It, it really is like that Seinfeld episode where, you know, Jerry's writing the pilot 
to a show, Jerry and yeah. George. And they're like, yeah, you hit my car, and now the judge decrees that you're my butler. Butler. <laughs> yeah. It is. I, I, was, I just saw really that episode. Was. Did you? I just saw that episode this week, because uh, I've been working, and I, you know, I have Seinfeld on in the background, and uh, just happened to be on that episode. <laughs> and uh, I, I love that shit. Yeah, so they pitched that, and then, you know, Kramer's like, oh, well, you could be, uh, you could work at a... Uh, an antique store, yeah, <laughs> and you, you know people come in and you saw and you help them with their problems. And he's like, "I, so I own the antique store." It's like, yeah, and people come in and like, what? Yeah, but like that. That's, <laughs> but it's so true. Yeah, it's like that's how this shit gets on TV. Yes. Silly ideas. Sitcoms today are much more like based in reality. Like, well, how would somebody actually get into the scenario? Which is which is fine. It's good. But yeah, like that the golden era of sitcoms in like the '90s, especially the early '90s, where it was just. So ridiculous. Yeah, just I mean, the very, the very definition of you know uh, that elevator pitch. Yeah, high concept. You know, yeah. it's very simple, wacky premise. And it's like, oh yeah, drink, give it the green light, let's run with it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Suzanne Summers, though. Yeah, I, I mean, I assume she still looks good. I haven't seen her recently. Let's, recently, let's Google that shit too. Oh, okay. Allow me. Uh, I think I'm going to beat you. Suzanne Summers now. Um, I mean. Yes, yes, she looks good. Um, How old is she, though? She looks, she's got to be in her 70s at least. She looks. She's 75 years old. uh, Wait, she might have gotten a ton of work on her face done, though. What is this picture? 2011. Well, she definitely did. Um, yeah, I mean, when people start fucking with their face, everything kind of falls apart. Oh, yeah, I'm looking at her. That's, that's no good. 74, yeah. Well, you know, well, back in the step-by-step days, she could certainly get it. Absolutely, especially the Three's Company days. Good. Yeah, Lord. yeah. Um, but you know yeah. what, though? Speaking of uh, Three's Company, I liked the other one better. Janet? Uh, no, the other oh, blonde. Oh, the other blonde. Yeah, the, the, yeah. the tall one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She Priscilla, was fine. Priscilla something. She was fine. Yeah. Um, I like, I like, I like Janet too. You know, actually. Yeah, they all could get it. I'm not a big, I mean, all respect to blondes. I just, yeah, blondes Same. really aren't my thing. Same. Mostly because yeah. I, I, I look at blondes and I just think, oh yeah, she, they probably hate me. They don't, I'll, they probably don't like brothers. <laughs> you know, I, I, I don't have that. Uh, thought, but I still <laughs> <laughs> shocking. But I still. You don't I've think never, that when you see a blonde that this this chick, she probably, probably hates my brother B. Me, she yeah. probably hates my brother <laughs> B. Can't fuck with her. Well, that, that's that's a fact. Um, yeah, if anybody didn't like you, that'd be like the f- easiest way to tell that they were not a good person. Um, no, but like I, I don't think I've ever even been with a blonde girl. Yeah, me neither. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Shit. After, and it's funny because, you know, uh, I don't know why. It's funny because, you know, going back to that whole Christy thing when I was, yeah. you know, seventh grade, she was a redhead. And as painful as that event, as that, you know, was for me, I still very much am into redheads. But think- I look at, I look at a blonde chick and I, and I just think Christy. Yeah. For oh, whatever interesting. reason. Interesting. It's so fucking weird. Yeah. It is weird. Yeah. Did you like redheads before Christy? Um, uh, I mean, I was so young. I mean, I I yeah. think I might have been into him because of her. That's what I'm saying. Like maybe, yeah. like yeah, that's where it started. You know, yeah. She started like a a thing for you, not like a fetish, but like a thing. 
Yeah, yeah. Huh. It's interesting. I've been with I've been with a redhead. No need to brag. Uh, is that something to brag about? I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, yeah, Redheads I are guess awesome. They are. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know yeah. if I ever have. Um, she was pretty dope. Yeah, she's pretty dope. I've been with like girls, you know, in the '90s, like girls were dying their hair red a lot. Yeah. I've been with a couple yeah, that, girls who were doing that. That don't count. That, that no, no, count. no. It definitely doesn't count. Yeah. Um, there is a redhead that I know. You see who, the faux head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there is a redhead I know who I was super attracted to, and we we got close to getting together, but she like had a man. It wasn't serious, and then it kind of became serious, and then we were still kind of going to hang out, and then we just we never did. I was like, ah, I don't want to like mess up a relationship. I got you. But she's fine, and she's a redhead. Now. This is gonna oh this is gonna be this is gonna sound kind of weird do, not weird but silly. Uh, do you watch like when you watch TV? Mm. Do you ever see commercials or like mm, YouTube or no. whatever? No. So, okay, usually. so your your exposure to commercials are super limited. I just got limited. a free account on NBC or Peacock, yeah. and so there's like a couple commercials there, but it's basically it's like the same three that play over and over again. Because there's a commercial. Uh, so far money dance there's this there's a series of commercials for sofi and uh i think sofi it's 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 one of those companies where it's like a debt consolidation company or whatever okay and so they had these commercials with various you know actors and stuff where they're on their phones and they're looking to you know better their credit or whatever and they discover sofi and they just start dancing and uh, I don't As even know what do. the song is, but it's like I get my do my money dance. Da, 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 da. Okay. Da, 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 da. Do you know that song? No. <laughs> <laughs> you don't. It, it sounds like it's a pretty popular, famous song. I mean, I, any, don't, I don't know about popular music either. Oh uh, man. Okay. But anyway, so there's one there's one commercial where there's this uh, this woman and she's in her pajamas and she's sitting in the in the kitchen the kitchen table with her parents. And she's on her phone, and all of a sudden she gets approved for something. So far, and so her face she lights up, and the music drops, and she starts doing this dance. Okay. And uh, she's a redhead, sexy as fuck, dude. Mm. Like every time I see the commercial, I just gotta stop and I just look at her. And I, I was trying to find the commercial on. Um, oh, maybe this is it on YouTube. But I, want, I wanted to share it with you, but because I see a commercial all the time. Okay. And now that I'm trying to actually search for it, I can't, which is funny. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, just another great story about a beautiful redhead, I guess. I do love a beautiful redhead. Yeah, I mean, it's rare that I even like, I mean, obviously, like there aren't a lot of redheads running around, but like, yeah, I just uh, and girls I've dated, like I just happen to usually date um Hispanic or Asian girls. It's usually just because like that's where I am. And I don't like white people. So <laughs> <laughs> that's a part of it. <laughs> oh man. I think uh it's funny. I think I probably like white people more than you do. You probably do. Yeah. Yeah. You're exposed you're exposed to them less. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's your, probably why. Your opinion of them is better. Yeah. You guys are still uh I just I'm very intrigued by you by you by you white <laughs> there's people. There's nothing there's nothing going on with white people under the surface, man. It's just whatever you're seeing is what you're getting. Uh, except for uh, me. Except for you, yeah. Except like I said, me. the last one, you know. You're Thank you, man. you're one of the good ones, my friend. I appreciate it. I appreciate that. 
Okay, I can't find it. Man, I really wanted to share it with you. Because the thing is, if I, if you would see it, you'd be like, oh, yeah, I get you. I am into her, too. Fuck. Oh, well. We got, like, better. we got more important things to talk about, I do guess. Do we, though? Do we? <laughs> <laughs> so far, redhead dance girl. No! Did you, uh, while you're doing that, did you hear that Bone Thugs and Harmony and the Dog Pound are gonna like crew up, make an album or something? What? Yeah. Wait, are you like they're gonna drop? They're gonna do an album together? Or they're gonna do a versus type of thing? I think they're gonna do an album again. They, they posted a picture on their Twitter or something, and uh, the caption said DPG Bone Thugs and Harmony. Get ready for the new supergroup. But the thing that I actually wanted to talk to you about was well, two things. Like, what do you think about that? And then two. You know, okay. Well, first, first, what do you think about that? Uh, well, a couple things. So, is it going to be as far as the the bone side? Is it every member? Because I don't know. Aren't they all kind of a little uh, fractured? There's just there's only three of them, right? Or was there four? No, there's three. There was four, wasn't there? Was there four? So, uh, I might be busy. Thinking... Busy. Flesh, uh, <laughs> uh, wish. There's a I wishbone. Only, I, I can only remember busy. That's <laughs> the there only one I ever remember. Wishbone. Well, busy was like a, one of the most popular ones. And, and hand then, bone. Hand bone. <laughs> Dog bone. Dog bone. Because um, uh, well, I know, I know. busy was busy was sometimes in and out with him because he was like the very uh, mercurial one of the group. So sometimes he'd be there, sometimes he wouldn't. Okay, I don't know. It's well, the picture. It had. Three of them, and then Daz and Corrupt. Okay. I mean, I love the dog, man. Same. You know, I, I love me some, some Daz and Corrupt. Absolutely. So, yeah, I mean, it sounds cool. I mean, I, I'd, I'd be into it. I, I, I do like this thing about, you know, I, I've seen this a lot with a lot of, you know, artists and acts that are from our era, mm -hmm. like 90s, early 2000s, that, you know, they just kind of come together because yeah. they're usually on independent labels now. Like they don't need to fuck with like a major and they're able to just freely record with who they want and do these kind of, uh, you know, make these kind of mergers or whatever. Um, I remember a couple of years back, actually a lot of years back, but Fiend from No Limit did an mm -hmm. album with uh, Three Six Mafia. That's right. The head buses. And I thought, I mean, that was fucking incredible. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, yeah, it sounds cool. I, I definitely check it out, you know, uh, yeah, I'm into it. I had the exact same reaction. I thought like, man, I fucking love the Dog Pound a lot. Um, you know, I think Corrupt's like one of the most underrated rappers ever. Daz too. Daz can get down also. Yeah, um, yeah, I like Daz. Like I said, I love all the Dog Pound, you know? And, and they bring like, you know, with Corrupt, you know, he brings like that... Uh, that you know the lyricism lyricism yeah you know the intricate lyricism but but daz you know he's he may not he's not as lyrical as corrupt obviously but he just he's, he brings this uh this swag and braggadociousness yeah, yeah. That, he, uh, he, he has his a presence for sure yeah, yeah. and then and, and, and he knows how to make one a of my song. favorites such a good producer he knows how to make a song for sure and then you know i, I like bone thugs and harmony i'm not one of those like ride or die bone thugs people but like i, I like bone thugs so I, I felt the same way you did. And then the part I left out in the caption was the name <laughs> they have for their super group. Oh, okay. <laughs> Which, <laughs> it's uh, Thug Pound. <laughs> I 
which, no, it's not. No, it's what, not. That's what it says, which to me sounds like some kind of like sex move. It does. <laughs> the thug yeah, pound. Yeah, hit her with that thug pounding. <laughs> and I was like, no, 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 no. And then Don't at the very that. end, you Don't gotta, do you got to flip her over. You hit her with that thug pound. <laughs> yeah. like, <"Bada!"> like, <laughs> I, I imagine the flipping her over part, too. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh man, but, that's terrible. That's that's like some Seinfeld, you know, Molin Springs shit. Yeah, yeah. That I hope they uh they need they need to workshop that. You know? Um hopefully yeah. there's there's still time, I'm sure, before they release this uh this this album. They need yeah. to uh Yeah, they need to take that one back to the uh to the to the draft table. That's not a, that's not a good name. You know what it also reminded me of too, like uh a, a lot of the times with um, Filipino families, especially like in the Philippines, but they do it here too. When the parents have a baby, they'll take like half of the dad's name and half of the mom's name and then make a new name <laughs> for the baby. Oh, for is, real? Yeah. That's all pretty time. cool. On paper, or not on paper, conceptually, it's like such a beautiful and sweet idea. And obviously you can come up with a brand new name and that's great. But in in application you often often get some really whack names for kids um and that's what this made me think of too it's like okay you're taking half of each of these your group's name but like thug but you're taking the, you're taking the worst parts though yeah i mean i mean i mean thug pound i mean thug's fine obviously sure but i mean you got yeah i mean pound, pound is it pound that's, yeah. that's yeah it's not good dog pound works because it's like there is a dog pound dog pound yeah so, so you don't you don't equate pound to anything else <laughs> but here <laughs> now you're, you're just adding pound on something else if you did that with anything it wouldn't work if you were like uh they should call them bone dogs bone dog but that's bad too it sounds <laughs> better like a than sex, dog pound i don't know it sounds like a sex move too <laughs> well yeah bone yeah. yeah bone again like bone thugs in harmony it works dog pound works but together, that shit does not go together. It doesn't. It doesn't. It does not yeah. go together. Bone thugs. Let me see. If, let's see. Uh, there's something you can use. Harmony. Let's see. Harmony. Or just come up with a new name. Yeah, this is more fun though. Okay. To, okay. Okay. They're okay. trying to create a create a name using their existing name. Uh, <laughs> what about? The, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Thuggin' dogs. <laughs> Thuggin' dogs. Yeah. Um, again, better than thug, what was it, thug bone? Thug, thug pound. Thug pound, thug pound. The bone pound. Pound town. Pound town. Harmony. <laughs> harmony or dog pound harmony. It's, that's better. That's better than thug pound. Dog pound harmony. Yeah. You're welcome, you motherfuckers. Yeah, Thug Pound send, is no send, good. Send the send the the, the bombcast a check. Who kn- <laughs> <laughs> who knows if they'll follow through on it? But yeah, Thug Pound is not good. Yeah, I also I also heard a couple. I think it was like last year. Maybe but what what year is it? Maybe it was 2020. But weren't they doing some big supergroup on the West? It was going to be. Uh, They're always saying that shit. Yeah, Snoop E40, um, Ice Cube. It was yeah. It's supposed to be some super power West Coast group. Uh, Honestly, that sounds whack as hell. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I don't think they put out anything. Maybe they put out one song. Right. Um, that's it. Oh shit. Oh wait, no. Okay. So I found the commercial. Oh, okay. 
Let me see. I'm looking up this West Coast Supergroup. Yeah. Uh, Snoop, Ice Cube, Too Short, Knee 40. Oh, that sounds Mount, terrible. Dubbed uh, Mount Westmore. Hmm. It's a cool name, though. That's a cool name. It's fine. But yeah, that was. I don't think they have put out any music. Not at all interested in that. I mean, yeah. Snoop, you know, obviously has made amazing records. Um, Ice Cube as well. You know, they're. Hey, they're well past the, and I don't oh, mean yeah. this in a disrespectful way, but they are well past their relevance in hip hop. Like what oh, yeah. they did stands up, but like I agree, they got nothing to say now. Did you hear that Snoop bought Death Row? I did hear that. Yeah, yeah so uh, he bought the rights to and to, to all of that. So yeah, good for him. Yeah, yeah, cool. Good I was happy him. to see that. Yeah, and I know, and I know you don't watch football, but did you happen to check out the uh, halftime show? I still haven't seen it. It's really good. Is it? It's really good. I saw like little clips. I was just amazed that the whole world is cheering on like a bunch of people crip walking on stage. That's I know. Shit. That yeah. blew my fucking mind. I love that shit. I <laughs> Me mean, too. Hey. I was like, hell yeah, it's good. I mean, not that I don't like gangs, but like conceptually, just the idea of like, wow, look how far this shit has come. And, and I'm, I, I saw a story. I didn't read it. I saw the headline, but I think that, that it was something uh, basically saying like the, uh, the NFL had asked Snoop to basically not show his affiliation. And he yeah. was like, nah. <laughs> I'm the most famous Crip in the world. I'm going to yeah. do that shit. I'm going to do me. You know, yeah, you hired. Yeah. And even though like, I, I think Snoop can be a, like a real salty old man a lot of times. Like, I love Cause, that. Because he is an old man. He, he is an old man. Yeah. And then also too, I, I saw that Eminem like took a knee. The NFL told him not to do that too. And he was like, yeah, yeah. fuck that. I'm going to do yeah. that shit anyway. So for that, like, I love those guys just because like they're like no yeah you literally can't tell me what to do i'll just do whatever exactly. the fuck i want like money is no concern to me i don't care about your reprimand nothing matters i'll do whatever i want i love that shit i love anti-establishment shit me too yeah. i mean because i mean i don't even know how it's not even anti-establishment no, in the sense no. that they've, they everybody that performed that night like you said i mean they are so i mean not you know they're they've got money yeah they didn't need to do this. No. You know what I mean? So it's like, you want to tell me what I can and can't do yeah. in my, my, like, no, you know, uh, thanks for your suggestion, but fuck off. Yeah. You know what I, I mean? Yeah. I, I'm more popular than, <laughs> than your little yeah, show. Exactly. Yeah. And with, with the same thing, like I feel, I always feel conflicted about stuff like that where it's like, yes, I, I appreciate the, you guys using the platform to send a message. I, I like that. But at the same time, you know, for, for the, Super Bowl to be held in Los Angeles at that stadium, like they displaced and arrested thousands of unhoused people. And, you know, it's, it's a really shitty situation to when we have these giant events in LA, like they just arrest or destroy housing encampments. And it's like, it's really fucked up. LA is a fucked up place. It, it ain't just LA. I mean, yeah, it, it that kind of LA. shit happens everywhere. I totally. Mean, but I mean, like, I'm just talking about here because it, it was yeah, here. Like, yeah. you know, whether it's like the Olympics or a huge event, you know, if you're in LA, you know that around any stadium we have here, whatever area that, you know, whatever city it's in, whether it's Staples Center or wherever the fuck this was, there's just a ton of unhoused people. And it's like the city will spend millions and millions and millions of dollars to get these contracts to have these events but they won't help they won't spend a fucking dime to help these unhoused people it's just it's fucking yeah. 
I know I haven't even been to this. Uh, so so far, it's in Inglewood, next to the uh, the forum. Right. Uh, so I, you know, I I grew. I spent a lot of time in Inglewood. You know, growing you know growing up. And that's the thing, you know. These, I think people see that. I know people who don't live in LA, like they'll yeah. see the stadium, like uh, when they're watching the Super Bowl or whatever, watch the Rams games, and it's like, it's a beautiful stadium. I mean, sure. it really is, and you see it, but it's like fuck, like that's hood, or yeah. at least it used to be. Yeah, you yeah, know? for sure. Um, like this is they're, they're gentrifying with the stadium. Yeah, it's and up. that whole area. Like I mean, when I was in high school, it's like, I mean, that wasn't the worst part of Inglewood. Mm-hmm. But it was, you know, you had to be on your toes. Yeah. And uh, and now it's like, can't, it's, I don't even recognize it. Yeah. And, and like I said, I haven't, I haven't even driven past the stadium, but uh, I, I know people who've gone to like Rams games and stuff. Do you know how much it costs to park? I'm guessing at 50 bucks. A hundred. Holy shit. And that's not VIP parking. That's just to park Holy shit. on the premises. A hundred dollars unreal wow i had a buddy of mine who went there and and what a lot of people do is that they will either park near the stadium like on uh on manchester Mm -hmm. and then just take the bus further down uh or you know some people that will have you know the metro down like like the bus bus yeah the rtd the metro yeah wow what the fuck um, some some people who live in the neighborhood like they will open up their lawns and their driveways and they will and sell charge twenty five charge yeah, for parking. And I hear these stories and I'm like, well, fuck that. I mean, yeah. I I don't I don't like going to live events anyway, mostly yeah. just because you know crowds and all that. But I'm like, I'm not paying a hundred dollars just to park in this motherfucker. That's nuts. Uh, I think beers are like twenty five dollars for like oh, a, a tall can. I was like, Get capitalism. Out of here, capitalism man. is the worst thing. It's 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 as bad as cult like religious cults like capitalism is fucking crazy man i mean you go to these you go to these 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 arenas and stadiums and it's 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 like the airport yeah uh doubled yeah you know what i mean they're gouging it's like you're here fuck you like (laughs) yeah that's exactly what it is it's like what you get are you thirsty that's what's crazy you want to leave and come back it's like yeah good luck with that yeah And, and you're not allowed to bring anything in yeah um and that's what's weird too like when cities campaign to build a stadium or whatever their pitch to the citizens of the area is like well this will bring in a lot of business and that tax revenue will improve the city but that's a lie what actually it's for is like this will allow us to hike up property taxes and it'll drive all of you poor people out and we'll bring in a bunch of rich people because yeah. fuck you, this is America. Like we're a business. This is you know you are not welcome here, and that's so that's what when you see this shit, it's like that. That's what's going on, and it just sucks, man. It sucks. Yeah, I know. It sucks. Okay, all right. Transition. Let's get to Whoop. it. Like that sound effect. Whoop. That was good, man. Transition. All right, so I got to show you. I want to show you this commercial. Right, so so let, let the people know what you searched or, or what it's in YouTube, so they can if they want to follow along, they can check it out. Uh, so I, so I, you know, went, so what I was searching on YouTube, which was the problem, I just, I should have, I don't know what the fuck I was thinking. I just should have <laughs> went to Google straight. So, uh, I just put in SoFi space commercial, um, SoFi S O F I and then commercial. And okay. it's the first thing that pops up. She is. So can you share my screen? You, you have to do it. 
No, you do it, motherfucker. No, you have to do it. You're the one sharing something. <laughs> no, just, okay. Uh, let me see. View. Oh, wait. Where is the thing? I did it once before. Let's see. And just make sure to tick. The, you have to select the sound to share, too. Huh. Right, I need your help. So if you uh, just move your cursor over the zoom screen there's a green button at the bottom that says, oh sure oh, don't, oh man, what the fuck i got my glasses on and i missed this this green glowing button yeah that says share screen <laughs> they make it as bright as possible grandpa um okay so yeah all right so moving forward maybe these early recording sessions aren't the best for me no 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 it's good this is good stuff <laughs> wait host disabled did i disable it's, something it says host disable participant screen sharing okay hold on Okay. Uh, all right, go for it. Ah, here we go. All right. And share. You seeing this? Yes. All right. <laughs> so feast your eyes. So this this chick, man. She, she's bomb. Did you sh share the sound too? Oh, oh. Uh, you can't hear it? No. Oh, what? Uh, oh wow! Look at all these options. Okay, more. Um, and new share chat. You might need to do it again. There's like a little thing at the bottom you can tick when you start to share. That'll say like you can do the um, sound as well. Oh, okay. Let me. Yeah, try it again. <laughs> I love this. I'm sure everybody's just, just this is this some great podcasting right here. Everybody's on the edge of their edge seats. Edge of their seats. <laughs> All right. Share. Share sound. Oh, I see what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Boom. We good? All right. Can you hear? Yeah. You stuck with student loan debt? Move to SoFi and feel what it's like to get your money right. Move your student loan debt yeah. to SoFi. You I can like save her, with low rates yeah. Earn a $500 bonus when you refi and get Yeah. Oh, what's up, Ashley? Yeah, she's a little thick, too. I like that. I know, yeah. She got a little body on her. Yeah, good for her. Good for yeah. her. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, that's... If you do... I mean, if for anybody who watches even, like, you know, a little bit of commercials or regular TV. I mean, that commercial was played all the time. Uh, so, yeah, I like her. Hmm. It was, a, it was a, a long way to get to like a 30 second. <laughs> they know, spent 30 minutes talking about redheads in, in a roundabout way. We, we ventured into Dre and Snoop and gentrification and <laughs> Doug, Doug, Doug Pound. Doug Pound. Yeah. Oh, man. All right. It's like a stream of conscious podcast today. That, that's what we're all about. <clears throat> that's what we're all about. So, did you watch episode eight, the season finale of Peacemaker? I did. One sec. I sure. I have to descend. Yeah, I just got to say okay. Uh, my my boxing uh, guy is trying to reschedule. No problem. It's a bad look. 
No, it's actually is better for me. <laughs> it's fucking me. Yeah, I'm gonna do it at noon instead of four. All right. Yes, I saw. I saw it twice. Of course. What? No. Yeah, I saw it twice. Uh, I saw it when I woke up in the morning, and then I saw it last night, just ahead of this recording, just so I, you know, if, if there was anything I missed, you know, I could have it all mm-hmm. in my head. And now I'm struggling to even remember what the fuck happened. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I know I know that I liked it. Yeah. And I know that, you know, I, I it left me. It was a it was a satisfying conclusion to this first season. Yeah. Um, in, a, in a way that, you know, it. It didn't. I like that it didn't try. Too hard to be grand or yeah. to be more than what it is, because especially knowing that there's a, a season two coming like they it was big it was big enough and and it yeah everything made sense yeah it buttoned up this whole story while also leaving things open for either a continuation of the of the events that followed from this or they can just go off in a new direction for season two i mean they've it was just uh in that regard i thought it was a perfect way to to end out this first season yeah um some big reveals, you know, uh, Adebayo um, putting Amanda Waller on blast about not only the Butterfly Project, but uh, the whole Task Force X Suicide Squad. I'm yeah. like, oh, shit. Yeah. That, that's that's huge. That's a huge implication right there to have that information out there. But yeah, Amanda Waller being who she is, I'm sure she's going to be like, yeah, I'll, yeah. But I mean, I, yeah, I, I, I totally agree. Like, I had expected, obviously, like, okay, they're going to have to fight the giant cow, which I was like, I wasn't that excited about, but I was like, I think they'll probably make it fun. And yeah, same thing. I expected it to be way huger. And I was really, really pleased that it wasn't. That yeah. like, it, it was like, there was an epic fight scene in battle, which was super fun. But like, ultimately, like the, it ended the way it, it should have ended. It, 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 it kept true to the, abilities of the characters the nature of the story um it was funny and heartfelt and yeah it was it was so good so um you know it's it's what they set up the nazis are out of the way and now peacemaker is having like visions of his dead father and arguments with him and uh which i i i kind of i have i suspected that they were going to probably do something like that uh because uh Robert Patrick mm-hmm. yeah because he was so he's so good in that role that to kill him like this is a great way to just have him still be have a presence on the show without yeah. him actually being on the show you know and, what I mean and it's a device a lot of shows have used yeah you know where you kill a character but you so you have the emotional moment but then you can keep him around as a conscious for exactly a, a conscience for the person it's it's super it's, I like it every time that yeah. happens I'm like yeah good 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 um, so they go in, we're not going to do like a play by play, but like they, they go in spoilers, spoilers, by the way, for sure. Cause, yeah. Cause there's, there's a really cool thing that happens at the end. Totally. So if you, and, and, and that I did not expect at all. Me neither. Me neither. I had no clue. That came uh, out. I mean, it, but the thing is, it's like, it, we should have. Yeah. Right. That's like, we should have expected because they have from episode one. They have been laying the, the, you know, planting the seeds for these characters to show up. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Uh, yeah. Well, so, so, so that's good. So they, they, the good guy team are staking out the barn where the cow is. And there's 
a hundred or so uh, butterfly humans. Yeah. And they, they try and they keep failing to get in. They're just bumbling everything. That's what I love. These guys are just so bumbling. They have no idea how anything is supposed to work. And they establish that one of Peacemaker's helmets, they have two, aside from the one he's wearing. They have two. There were, there were three. Yeah. There were three. So the one he's wearing, and then there's one that emits like a sonic boom. And then there's a... <laughs> an, that's oh, the, one that's right. that, the, the one that he used in episode one to kill the the butterfly chick right and there's one that's an anti-gravity thing <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which immediately just goes away yeah I, I, what is out of bio says uh so wait you so she, she basically says the words that actually that activate it. anti-gravity Act, and yeah then, <laughs> and the helmet just takes off <laughs> <laughs> yeah and I think, I think i think i think hardcore even asked he's like well do you just float like can you control it Peacemaker's like, well, I've got, I've got a little hand fan <laughs> that I use to control my direction. I was like, oh man. So that one's gone, and then they're left with the sonic boom one and a human torpedo one. Human torpedo. And like they, and Peacemaker says, you don't want to use that one unless you want all the bones in your body broken or whatever. So there's this. They eventually, like, they're fumbling to get in. They, the, what's his name? Encompos. Encompos. Yeah. He like goes on a mission to bring in the uh, sonic boom helmet and put it down below. He kind of does it, gets caught in the middle. The alien brings it out. He runs. Well, he, he bitches boom. out because he sees the cow. Right. And he stops short. You know, he's going down the steps into this like this underground cavern, sees the cow. He's already scared, loses his shit. <laughs> he basically just leaves the bag there and says, OK, I'm out. <laughs> yeah. He just, you know, tucks tail and, and basically just tries to get away. I was like, come on, man. You're already down there. You're, you're like, already there. Man, man the fuck you're up. You're already you know? there. Yeah. Um, but, you know, true to his nature, he, he bails. And then he gets stopped by the butterflies outside. And they're like, <laughs> he thinks he's found out. But then they go like, why search the human's memory? Because they think he's a butterfly. They're like, search the human's memory and, and find out why he dyed his beard like beard, that. Beard, yeah. So this running joke from like the basically the first episode that he dyes his beard finally pays off at the last episode and he says because he's never had a girlfriend and he thinks this would make him look better and he's insecure and whatever and he gives this emotional thing but it's also funny the only way that james like every it was fine he was the last character to kind of really get that moment that personal character moment yeah and uh and yeah in true james gunn fashion it was you know it was emotional it was it was touching and, and in one you know uh soliloquy basically you know, added that much more depth to this character, you know? Yeah. So that was really a nice scene. So and everybody's it, listening too. Yeah, he's, yeah, on, yeah. he's on the comms. So like Peacemaker, Hardcore, everybody can hear him, you know, uh, provide this explanation. So, And if he doesn't, then, you know, he'll know he'll be found out and he'll yeah. get killed. But it doesn't matter. He gets found out anyway because another <laughs> yeah. another butterfly goes down, finds the helmet. It's like, hey, this fucker put a helmet here. Yeah. He takes off running. They eventually use the helmet, and then it gets in this huge fight. They all start running in. Autobio and Encompos are hanging back, and it's Peacemaker, Vigilante, and Harcourt. And they're fucking shit up. And it's a very fun battle. They're just running through, and uh, Vigilante gets fucked up, and he's down. And then Peacemaker, is he's got a shield, and he does this great... It was the coolest comic book, like, completely useless move. I think I, you know I, what I'm... I'm, yeah, I'm going to yeah. guess. Go oh, ahead. he... 
So he he tosses the shield in the air and then shoots it with his gun to to alter his direction so that it then basically, you know, impales this guy yeah. through the butterflies in the, yeah. in the head. Yeah. It's like he could have just shot the guy. Yeah. I saw that, too. And I was like, that is because it's cool. Like, that's some cool, so cool shit. And, and that's and that's like, you know, when you're watching. When, not watching when you're reading comic books and there's like a ridiculous move but it just works so well on the page just because it's badass and yeah. it's like of course it has to be extra these are superheroes like exactly they can't just like punch and kick that's boring as hell and so yeah when that happened i was like that's great i love yeah. that that's so dumb and, and awesome um but it was done in a way that it just felt natural and and cool anyway hardcore gets shot too she's down things look grim Peacemaker runs down under, you know, underground. He's going to kill the cow and it's, uh, it's just him, Goff and the crazy sheriff guy, sheriff, captain guy. Autobio is looking at Harcourt bleeding out and she's like, I got to save her. I got to save her. And so she just grabs a gun and runs out. She's like, I'm made for this shit. And she's all of a sudden a badass, which is like, such a ridiculous moment but again it, it worked so well she's like doing flips and rolls and headshotting everybody like she's <laughs> fucking john wick but you know she is amanda waller's daughter so yeah. you know i'm sure she knows how to you know obviously she knows how to handle the gun and stuff i i love that scene where she's was, like i was i too. was made for this and then Kyle was like what the fuck are you gonna do yeah and she's like i'm made for this and then he tries to help and then trying to get over the fence <laughs> He uh, he fractured like a compound fracture. Compound fractures his leg. The bone's sticking out. I'm like, oh man. (laughs) And I love it because like all through the show, he's been the one that's like clutch moment. He came in and saved the day. And then the second he tries to do it here, he just he fucks up his leg. Out of commission Uh, instantly. So Autobio runs in, caps all the remaining butterflies up top, and then she starts helping Harcourt. And yeah, they have a very touching moment. And then you see like Campos like crawling over. And there was that. There was that really because one, I mean. Like this, that action scene you were talking about earlier with uh, Vigilante, Hardcore, and Peacemaker, it's equally parts cool, fun, like, but at the same time, like, there's a lot of, at least for me, there's a lot of, you know, weightiness to it because, you know, when Hardcore goes down with those two gunshots, I mean, Vigilante gets shot too. Yeah. You know, he goes down right before he kind of just throws his blade at the guy who shot him without even looking at him. Yeah. It just, <laughs> you know, kills him. So when Hardcore's on the ground bleeding out, I actually thought, because I'm like, oh man, are they going to really kill her? It and then when like he's, she's she's coughing up blood, like she's coughing bad. up blood. Yeah. I'm, and then, you know, when um, Adebayo comes out there, I'm like, oh, man, I don't think he's going to get there in time. And then they introduce, you know, they add a butterfly. Right. Because, you know, one of the butterfly, actual butterflies gets out of its host and is going towards Harcourt to try to get in her and like gets in her mouth. And I'm like, no, yeah, no. But Adebayo comes and snatches that shit up out of her mouth and then you know, close range shoots it. And I love, I love that too. I love that she didn't like squash it. She's holding it up. It's a fucking butterfly. You know, it's a big butterfly. Yeah. It's like, you know, I don't know, seven inches or something like that. And she just shoots its head off like right next to it. I love that. It was so good. <laughs> me too. Me too. Cause I was really, I was like, man, they cannot kill Harcourt. I know. I was upset. Yeah. And speaking of her, do you know, she's married to James Gunn. Is that right? <laughs> I found that out. I found it out after I watched it the first, uh, the first time yesterday. Oh, and I was shit. like, Oh, okay. So she's no wonder she didn't die. Yeah, good for him. Among many other reasons. But yeah, they, uh, they've they been good married since 2015. Wow. Yeah, she's fine. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so then they're all good, and we're underground, and Autobio goes down with the... Uh, 
human torpedo <laughs> helmet. Oh, yeah. John Cena or uh, Peacemaker and Goff are fighting. And then Autobio tries to do the human torpedo and she just misses and <laughs> rams right into the wall. Collapses. And then Goff is like, look, I could have killed you, but I don't. Let me show you what's going on. So Goff and Peacemaker walk into the room where the crazy sheriff is and they're looking and at the, the cow. At the cow, yeah. And uh, Goff is explaining what's going on. And it's like, your planet is dying because of the decisions you guys are making. So we're here to inhabit you and change that course so you can still have a planet and we can still have a planet. And we need to save our cow so our species can survive. And so if you help me, we need three hands to pull these switches. To it's a, It was a, you know, it's a dumb yeah it's a dumb process like oh we need to turn all these three switches at the same time it's very that was the only thing i was like that's pretty weak but whatever i'll forgive it because everything else is great and uh, so john cena's listening like okay so you guys are here to save the world but we have to be zombies he doesn't say this but like he's that's what he's hearing we have to be zombies in order for the planet to be saved and then you don't see it but Autobio is off screen. Yeah, she she got herself together. She's behind them. Goff is talking to Peacemaker and she's like, we need your help. If we can, all three of us pull these switches. And it's like, just put the switches right next to each other. Why do you need them to be far apart? Yeah, well, yeah what is that called? Like a Rube, Rube Goldberg, Rube Goldberg machine? machine? Yeah, yeah, that's like yeah. one thing has to hit another thing. Yeah, it's an over, overcomplicated thing. Yeah. Yeah, to do one simple to thing. To do a yeah. simple task, yeah. yeah. So... Goff is like, will you help? And, and Goff also explains like, you were kind to me. Like you showed me kindness. You fed me. You talked to me. Like I, I like you. And uh, and she's like, so will you help? And Peacemaker just goes, <laughs> activate human torpedo. Human <laughs> torpedo. And you see Autobio just whiz past and go right up into the cow and just impale it. And that's how it dies. And I was like, that is so Right into the awesome. gut. Yeah, right into yeah. the cow's gut. And then she, you know, splits it open. And then you just see Autobio just fall. And yeah. then all the, 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 the innards in the, in the blood and everything just falls on her. She's like, what the fuck? <laughs> and then Peacemaker shoots this crazy sheriff in the head, but then shoots Goff in the chest which obviously is not going to kill Goff. It'll just kill the host, the human, which is obviously intentional. Yeah. Peacemaker and Autobio get up. As they're walking out, you see the butterfly Goff escape and John Cena looks at it. So he knows like, yeah, you're good. You were friends. I want you to live. Cut to like, they're in the hospital and that's when, you know, like you were saying, uh, Peacemaker and, Autobio have that conversation about like you betrayed me or whatever. And then Autobio spills the beans on everything at a, like a yeah. press conference. I just want I just want to go back to the conversation between Goff and, and Peacemaker. Cause I thought that was a very effective scene. Yeah. Um, I mean, with her basically saying it's like, look, you know, you, you guys, I mean, yeah, you know, you're listening to false prophets pretty much. You're listening to people who are, you are, you know, blatantly lying to you, you know, your your environment is going to shit. We so this is what happened. This is what happened to our planet, and we see the same thing. You guys are heading that same direction as us, and we're just trying to help you guys. And you know, basically saying you're you're, you're too dumb to do it on your own. So you need us to kind of help guide you in the right direction. She makes a very compelling argument. Totally, <laughs> you know, to the point where, and it's this. I mean, 
it could have gone either way. I, I honestly was, I mean, I, I, I could see Sam, you know, Peacemaker actually siding with them. Yeah, I thought he might also. Yeah, I mean, because, I mean, because, I mean. And she also says, um, Judo Master is on our side. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and I was like, shit, like, what's he going to do? Like, I actually was sitting there like, why? Like, the tension was palpable. I'm like, I don't, either whatever he decides to do, I could, I could yeah. see a reason for why he chose that route. Because she actually, and she brings up about how, you know, we're the same. You know, you vowed to do whatever was necessary to maintain peace. And we have vowed to do all that's necessary to save this planet, pretty much. And I'm like, oh, shit. Man, is he really going to help them? But then, yeah, you said he says he and he, he looked at her for a while. They had yeah. this beat where he's like, fuck, what's he going to do? And then he just says, you know, activate human torpedo. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> so, yeah, very. I thought I just I, I love that scene just because it was true to his character. Yeah. Ultimately, you know, I love how golf, you know, that time that they spent together when golf was just the butterfly. It still mattered. Yeah. To golf. Like. You know, when she tells him, like, like, you showed me kindness. Like, I don't want to have to hurt you or kill you, you know? James Gunn is a good writer in that respect. Like, that's why, like, I I don't forgive so many of, like, whether it's the Zack Snyder stuff or a lot of the Marvel stuff. I don't forgive it for being bad writing because it's like, here's an example. You can do it well. Like, even though it's comic book shit, you can still... That has nothing to do with you being a good writer. Like, you can write comic book stuff well if you can write. And so, like, James Gunn, like you just said, like, he doesn't... There's not like useless moments. Like the moment is either going to come back as as a payoff in some way, or it's going to further the development of the character or story. Yeah. And it's like he doesn't he doesn't uh, throw away moments, and then he also doesn't cut corners. Like he doesn't go like, well, I don't know how to justify this, so fuck it, I'll just do it anyway. He doesn't do that. Right. Yeah. There's like Snyder stuff, a ton of the Marvel stuff. There's like I don't know, just cause. Yeah, you know, you the audience, you figure it out. You make it up in your head, and then, <laughs> yeah, like, and then, like, like I've done with, with yeah. several reviews. Yeah, because it's like, of course, like you, you're going to feel a certain way, so you'll add. You like you fill in the blanks because <laughs> I don't know how to write it. Yeah, there there are definitely a lot of movies, superhero or otherwise, or where otherwise, it's like you yeah. start you start pulling and tucking some of these narrative strings, and you do it a little. You know, you, you fuck or you, you know you, you tug <laughs> one too many times, and all yeah. of a sudden the entire thing just bottoms yeah. out yeah but with james gunn's writing it's like you can you know pull that string all you want and all you're gonna do is just gonna all be cohesive like yeah. everything uh, uh, literally ties together of, with the exception of we need three hands to pull these three exactly, handles. Yeah. Like, that's dumb as hell it is, <laughs> is. It's super dumb it was it was a he should have had a better reason for it yeah. like yeah um, but that was probably intentional too like, i mean probably no he probably put that in there knowing how silly it was i don't like, know yeah. maybe <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, I, I will give him the benefit of that doubt. Sure. It, it, it's dumb. It was dumb. But again, yeah. like I didn't care because the rest is so good. Like, so whatever, good, yeah. Whatever. Um, so then we cut to a scene. Peacemaker is on his porch. It's just him and Eagly and the vision of his dad sitting next to him. And then Goff comes back. Yeah. He pours out some honey. Goff is sitting there eating it. And again. James and it was Lee, the last of it. It was the last uh, of it. Yeah, you know, and I was and I was I was sitting there watching. And I was like, "Oh, that's that's cool." You know, they're kind of back where they started. Uh, but at the same time, it was also sad because I'm like, "Oh, well, you know, golf's not going to last much longer." Yeah, if that was all that, you know, he had left. The, and I then think you know, they'll come up with something. You think so? 
I don't know. I think it could go either way. Like they'll either do like a really sweet, like golf dies episode of season two. <laughs> yeah. You know, or, or they'll come up with some sort of alternative and golf will stick around. Yeah. And, uh, and eagerly flying out and, uh, kills a, a, a raccoon or something. Or something. Yeah. A possum, yeah. <laughs> and, the, and you just see, as they're all sitting on the porch, you know, you just see this dead animal just dropping the frame. <laughs> like, I love Eagly. Oh, Eagly is so good. And then Eagly comes down, you know, stands next to its kill, and it's this really nice frame shot of everybody, like, kind of lined up together. Eagly, uh, Peacemaker, his, you know, ghost dad, and golf ghost dad. On the <laughs> Not to be confused with the, not the most ghost, ghost rapist dad. The, <laughs> not, <laughs> yeah, yeah. not the ghost rapist dad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so then, so everything's wrapped up the for the most part. The cow is dead. All the butterflies. Hardcore makes it. Hard, uh, hardcore makes it. Vigilante makes He collapses in the hospital, but he, he'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Peacemaker tells Autobio that after Eagly, she's his BFF. Very sweet. Yeah. Um, then she gets on TV and is like, yeah, my mom's a horrible person. This is what's going on. Amanda Waller's like, what the fuck? Fuck, yeah. <laughs> so everything's taken care of. Then we cut back to right after the cow is killed. So we're back at the farm. Peacemaker is running out with uh, Adebayo. And we see someone land. Oh, he, well, he picks up Harcourt. So he's carrying... Oh, that, Harcourt, um, Harcourt. That's right. Yeah, he's carrying the, the wounded Harcourt. And they're big. Yeah, they're, they're, they won, right? They like, won. They, they killed the cow. They're... You know, but the fight is over. Everything. The fight is over. Yeah, and we see camera pulls back to reveal Jason Momoa, Aquaman, (laughs) (laughs) and and then Peacemaker's running up. He's like, "You guys are, yeah, you fucks are too late as usual, or whatever." (laughs) (laughs) You're too late, fuckers. (laughs) (laughs) And it was Flash too. Flash is there, and then we see the Flash too. And he's like, you guys are useless. Yeah. <laughs> you walk, and it's so good. And then we pull back further, and you see Superman and Wonder Woman. Like, with, minus Batman, you, we got the fucking Justice League. You got the Justice League. But because was, they, they uh, at the, before they staged their attack on the farm, there's a scene where Adebayo is talking to her mother, Amanda mm-hmm. Waller. And I think, I think it was like somebody says, or she, she I think Adebayo tells her, can't you? Like call the Justice League or something. Yeah. So they set it up in the very beginning, you know, and then they're like, oh, fuck it, we'll do it ourselves. And then, yeah, they show up late, you know, uh, after all the hard work is done. And then, but Peacemaker is like, yeah, you guys, you're too late, you fish fucker. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then the more our, uh, Aquaman's like, I, I fucking hate that rumor. And then the Flash is like, it's not a rumor. Not a rumor. <laughs> <laughs> it was so good, man. That was so, I mean, it's, huge fan service but so satisfying so satisfying and and so it was yeah it was momoa and whatever the actor's name that actually is the flash, the flash. is gonna and be the flash in the movie stand-ins for superman stand-ins and, for superman and, and i love how the stand-in for superman and uh wonder woman i mean one they're just black silhouettes and, and their backs are to you so <laughs> yeah nothing there. And, and superman is just you know floating in the air <laughs> You know, and, and the word woman is just like posing. Yeah. Uh, but it was a great callback to episode one where, you know, they're making the jokes. Peacemaker's, you know, cracking jokes about Aquaman, how he fucks fish. Yeah. <laughs> and then a, 
couple episodes later where he talks about how we ran into the, the Flash once that he's a huge dick. So yeah. to see how, it, again, the writing, it, it all com- comes together at the end. Yeah. And, it's, uh, it's, and I was I was shocked to see that, which is funny because it's DC. It's like, why should we, like, why should this come as a surprise? Yeah. But, they've, but their universe or whatever they're doing has been so haphazard and all over the place. Yeah. I don't know. I, I didn't even think if it's connected to anything that had come before when I say this, like this show. Yeah. So seeing them and it was like, Oh shit, that was cool. It was cool. And it's like, again, like it, it seems like James Gunn does a thing that like any writer should do. And most writers do when you're writing something and there's a question or a consequence, you fucking put it on a whiteboard so you remember to come back to that shit. Come back to it, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's like, that's what like so many of these other movies don't do at all. But he's like, well, no, no, I set this up. Like, I have to do something with it. Yeah, that's what it is, yeah. It's uh, the setup and the payoff. Yeah, you that's, know? That's, and, that's writing. Like, I, yeah. <laughs> that's what you're doing is, yeah, you set up a premise and then you solve or finish that premise, whether it's good or bad, like you follow through. You, you follow through with it, yeah. See where Absolutely. it goes. And what, what would those characters do and how does it play out? I don't know. Yeah, um, I was very happy with it, man. And 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 like you touched on in the beginning, like it was restrained. It wasn't. It wasn't the end of the Suicide Squad, where it is a giant, right, uh, monster tearing through a city. CGI kind yeah. of a fest of yeah. shit. It yeah, was, it, yeah, they didn't do any of that. It was the cow does nothing. It's just strung up, giving honey. Like it doesn't do anything. Yeah, it it's. I mean, it's, it's, it's not. Yeah, it's a docile. It's a cow. You it's know, a cow. It's, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was their food source. I mean, it. Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, it, was just, it was just so consistent. Yes, this that's this this series. I, was, I mean, this show, the season, was just so great, man. Yeah, just a consistently well directed, well written, well acted show from start to finish. Yep. Um, I, I mean, I, I. There's no. I can I can find no fault in it. It it was so good. Um, yeah, uh, with you know in contrast, like I just finished Boba Fett, uh, which is enjoyable, but like you know the last couple episodes are just okay, and the, the you know the final battle is kind of cheesy and a little bit whack. Um, but like overall, it's it's fine. It's it's a, it's a fun show. But never a lot of mixed stuff about it. Yeah, it's it's like there's a lot of it that's good and enjoyable and then there's just some that's just like meh whatever I don't care. But I felt the same way about Mandalorian also. Uh, yeah. But then you c- c- the contrast is this and you're like wow they put so much effort into making this good. Like they really wanted it to be good. Yeah. And it shows in everything they do. Like the music, the vibe, like even just going like okay, this character is an 80s hair metal and glam rock guy so we're gonna constantly bring back this tone of like 80s hair metal and glam rock he's even wearing you know shirts or faster pussycat whatever it's like yeah he loves the 80s hair metal stuff and and that's how that's gonna be the basis of his character like even that they have there's there's character development in this show and that's what you miss in a lot of these other superhero shows yeah absolutely um yeah i haven't yeah, I haven't watched a episode of Boba Fett yet, yeah. and I don't think I am. Because <clears throat> um, even before the show came out, I just really wasn't all that interested. And, yeah. and like I said, I've heard, you know, mixed things about it. And I, yeah, I think I'm good. Yeah. On Boba Fett, I'm, I'm not that much into Star Wars anyway. I really don't care. Yeah. Um, I, 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 
you know, we've talked about it before, like the original yeah. movies love and they were formative for me, but I just, I don't care about fandom or whatever. Like it, who cares a shit? Yeah. Um, and you know, and I liked Mandalorian. I thought the first season was a bit clunky and the second season was tighter, but ultimately like, yeah, it's fine. It's just fine. It, it's, it's just a show to watch. That's enjoyable. And that's it. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I felt about Mandalorian too. I mean, yeah. I, I don't think I loved it. Like a lot of people did, but I thought, oh, it's fun. You yeah. know, it's, it's fine. It's like one of those shows that I, I watch and, uh, <laughs> for me, it's, it's like, it's like a, an empty calorie show. Yeah. 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 You know, it's a, it's where, a Zima. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's, it's good. It's, it's, it's good. It's you good. know, um, it's not going to really, it's not going to fill me up. Yeah. You yeah. know, um, like, like in contrasting that with Peacemaker, which to me is like fucking, uh, it's, it's like an old Rasputin or something like that. It's, it's yeah. thick and delicious and satisfying. It'll get you drunk as fuck. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's that's what I would do. Hey, so season two of Peacemaker has been announced. Yeah, has been confirmed, and it's also been confirmed. I read it yesterday that uh, James Gunn is writing and directing all the episodes. Ah, uh, yes. So he's back, and even I mean, he I, he wrote all the episodes in this first season, but he didn't direct everyone. He, he directed, directed most of them. Most, though. most, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, for season two, it's he's coming back, and and, and that also matters too, like when there's a consistent voice. Yeah, know, th that's what a showrunner is for. It's like yes other people can be involved, but like there needs to be a, some, some sort of continuity in tone and right. approach and, and follow through. Yeah. That's awesome, dude. I'm excited. Yeah. Me too. Me too. I, uh, man, really big fan of James Gunn. Yeah. Uh, and I was before this show. Um, Th this is, this is the best thing he's done for sure. I th yeah. I think so. For sure. I think so. For me, it absolutely is. It yeah. absolutely is. Yeah, I love the first Guardian so much. I know you like the second one more, but like, yeah. yeah, I love the first Guardian so much. It's a it's a movie I can put on and effortlessly just have on and or watch, and it's always good for me. Um, and then yeah, I, I enjoyed Suicide Squad. I don't think it was a, his best thing, but like I enjoyed it. But this, this is so good. Oh, it's a ten out of ten, man. Ten out of ten. This is a ten out of ten show, um, for me and. Yeah. uh I mean, shit, man. I, <laughs> going into the show, I, I, I would not have thought that um, I, I'd say that, you know, John Cena, the actor, far eclipses John Cena, the wrestler. <laughs> I never oh, thought yeah. in my life that I would say that. Yeah. And, he, and John Cena as a wrestler, he started out slow, but he became a very good pro wrestler. But him as an actor, I'm, I'm like, dude, you're, you're in, I mean, you're great. Yeah. yeah. You are. He is great. Uh, at he his really did so well. He really did yeah. so well. Like, yeah, everybody in this show. They're, yeah, they're just but him. But best. I mean, it was just real. I mean, it was a huge role and opportunity for Cena to show his range and and like yes, yeah, we talked about him. Like we've seen him in other stuff, and he's been good in yeah. other stuff. But like, he's you know side character, bit character. But this being you know front and center, you know being you know the main protagonist, like he's. And it's an ensemble for sure, but he, yeah. he carried, like he did his he's still, thing. Yeah. He's, he's the star. He's the star. And, uh, yeah, man, just props to him. Um, Absolutely. Incredible, incredible job. Yeah. Really, really surprising. Everything about this show was a surprise. Um, and, and you know, as much as I love Hawkeye, um, comparatively nowhere near this, nowhere near oh, this like is, I, Oh yeah. It's oh, just, yeah. It, this show is, and I, I mean, this show has a lot more money thrown at it too. Um, yeah, God damn, but, it was good. 
but even taking the money out of it, right? I because th- you know I, I love Hawkeye. Yeah. I love it's my favorite of the Marvel shows. But yeah, comparing this to uh, I mean, really is apples and oranges. Totally. <laughs> comparing that to a uh, peacemaker. That's what I mean. Like as good as Hawkeye is, like oh, okay, well you want to see like a new really good. It's, it's like you know, it's like that story you know when uh, and I've played shows like this where it's like a band goes on before you and you're like, Oh fuck, what do I do? But it's, it's like that Jay-Z story. It's like, yeah, if you're going to watch a Jay-Z show. Of course you're going to be, it's great. But hearing how DMX put together a show and Jay-Z was like, Oh fuck. fuck like, yeah. I, can't, I can't fuck with this. Like, I'm just going to go out there and rap. Like, that's it. Yeah. 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 And DMX was like, no, I'm going to do that. But also <laughs> I'm going to do all of take these people on a journey. I want to make these people feel something. Yeah. You know, and that's yeah. the difference. And that's the difference. Like Hawkeye was like, yeah, it's good. It's good rapping. It's good rapping. And then and then DMX comes on with Peacemaker and you're like, oh, fucking hell. <laughs> this, this is a show. Yeah, yeah. This is a show. Oh, man. Uh, Sifu, have you played it yet? No, I have it here. I, I have time this weekend, I think. So I'm going to try to give it a shot. Please do. Yeah. Please, 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 please do. I need to talk to you about this game. Okay. It's whooping my ass. Is it? I'm still... It was funny. So I was, I was, I was messaging uh, with uh, Conrad. Shout out to our boy Conrad, everything pro wrestling. Conrad. Um, and he messaged me because he knows, you know, he listens to the episodes. He knows. Like, he was like, glad. He's like, oh, I'm glad you guys talking about Sifu because he's playing it too. And he was asking me like, hey, so have you, where are you in the game? I'm like, oh, I'm level two, the club. Um, but I can't, get past uh sean sean is the is the is the next boss you got to defeat and yeah conrad's like yeah i'm having a hard time too um but then he eventually got past it right and so i was playing the other day and the guy that i thought was sean wasn't even sean it was just like <laughs> one of his disciples because oh, no. you have to defeat three of his disciples and i was like oh shit and this disciple he kept murking me i was like what the fuck like how can I defeat this guy? So I, I spent like an hour and a half playing in the, uh, just training. Cause you know, practicing my dodge gene and all that kind of stuff. So then the next day I went, did level two again, the club got to this disciple and I beat him. He, he killed me once, but I beat him. And I think it's like 27, 28, close to 30. Wow. But I was like, okay, cool. So you beat him. And then, you had, I'm not gonna spoil it, but you beat him, and there's a lot more <laughs> for this level. Nice. You have to go through this event called the Burning, and I was like, "Holy shit!" So I'm still, I'm still in it. I think right now I'm like 50, <laughs> but I haven't even gotten to Sean oh, yet. Yeah, you're close. Yeah, um, but yeah, I know. Yeah, that's bad. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm almost dead. You know, like I say, by 50 years old, and you're level two. Yeah. <laughs> not even at the boss yet. Yeah. Um, but it's it's such a great game. It's okay. uh. And in the first level, I think again, I'm not going to spoil it for you, but there, there's a callback to a uh, a famous fight scene that you will instantly recognize. Okay, and I was like, oh, it's, it's you're going to love it. You're going to okay. love it. Well, yeah, this would be the. I'll definitely. I'll probably install it today. I might have. I think I could play it on Sunday for sure. Um, yeah, because Elden Ring comes out next week, so. And I have Grayson next week, so I won't be able to play anything next week. But yeah, the following weekend, <laughs> balls deep in Elden Ring. There you go. Yeah, we uh, can play them concurrently because I mean they're they're so vastly different games. You know what I mean? That's true. That's true. But so. I just mean like I'll probably it'll probably take all my time. Yeah, because I'm, right. I'm I'm probably gonna delete God of War. I just other than the hour I played, I just have no desire to play it. Yeah, 
Yeah. Um, I'm sure it's good. I just I just don't want to play it. Like I just don't want to play it. <laughs> it's, I'm telling you, it's not fun. It's yeah. not a fun game. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't that's feel a, fun. That's a bad sign where you, where it feels like work. Where it's like, oh, I guess I gotta. Yeah. I guess I gotta boot this up now. Yeah, it's like getting through like a rough documentary. You're like, fuck. Yeah. I, I know there's good stuff in here. I'll probably feel something and learn something, but like, I just don't want it. Not in the mood. It's not in the mood. Yeah, the someone mood delete that shit. Um, yeah. Even if a game is serious, I just I just want it to be fun, man. Give me something fun. Life is hard and serious as hell. Like I, if I'm watching something or playing something, I, w- I really just want to enjoy myself. Yeah, same here. Same like, here. This shit moves too fast. Life's too short to waste time on bullshit. Preach, brother. Preach. Yeah. What else you got going on today? Um, work. Got a. I got. I'm really busy with work. Um, and the gym at some point. And uh, I'm gonna watch some All Star. Is the all? It's a NBA All Star Weekend starts today. Okay. So they're doing. I think the skills competition is today, and then tomorrow they do the uh, three point and uh, dunk contest. And then Sunday is the actual game. Sunday I'm, I'll be in Portland, uh, hanging out with with Jesse. Yeah, from the pro wrestling shoot, me and him are going to a wrestling event, um, and he's one that he sponsors. Going to a prestige wrestling show, um, and then back Monday, and yeah, and I got I got a boxing lesson tomorrow, dude. I'm loving it, man. Yeah, I'm loving it. This will be my seventh lesson, um, and I'm, I'm I, I mean, I I think that I'm getting good or better, and Charles, you know, you know my my coach, he he tells me he's like, oh, you you know. I see the improvement, you know? That's great, man. And, uh, and I just feel good, you know? Yeah. After I do it, I mean, it kicks my ass. But, uh, yeah. Congratulations, That's man. I'm, yeah, I'm happy it's fun. Proud Next time we hang out, I'll, I'll, I'll demonstrate some shit. I'd love to, yeah. <laughs> and you'll be like, bro. No, 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 no. This no, guy's no. teaching you all wrong. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure he's great, man. I'm sure he's great. I mean, uh, I hope he's great. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, he's cool. <laughs> That's dope, dude. Yeah, what's you getting into? Um, I got a bunch of people on vacation this weekend, so I have a few sessions, but I just had a guy cancel right now. I had, I was supposed to do an 11 o'clock. He just canceled right now. So I got some time free. So I'll work out. Um, what time is your next appointment? Uh, I think I'm clear to like three o'clock now. Oh, okay. Um, so I'll work out, clean the kitchen. Um, then I got a couple sessions. I got band rehearsal tonight. And, uh, yeah, tomorrow I got some, some sessions in the morning, early afternoon. My mom's in town. I'm going to see her. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, that's about it. All right. Yeah. All right, guys. Um, rate and review. Follow us on Twitter at Bombcast Podcast. Shop the merch at, uh, tpublic.com slash user slash Bombcast Podcast. Um, you know, share with your friends, uh, hit us up on Twitter, ask us stupid questions. And then anybody who, <laughs> who saw last or listened to last week's episode, uh, you can check our Twitter and see what Brian thinks is. See, that's, that's not a fair, <laughs> what Brian I don't know what... thinks is the greatest comic book artist, the, the highest level an artist can achieve in the comic book industry. Uh, there's a picture I'm, of it. I'm pretty Twitter. sure I didn't say any of those things. That's exactly what you said. I said he is, my favorite, he is my favorite Check artist, Check and tape. I stand by it. And, Rob he, and he drew the, the man. best thing I've ever seen in my life, and it's this Captain America drawing. It's easy. I, can, I could go through 
your your you know your boy Jim Lee. I could go through his art, and it's easy to find something that he drew that was not very good, and post that and say, "Not not like this that." Is, this is this not is like what this B. guy does. Not like that, B. There's nothing like that, B. <laughs> well, you know, Rob Liefeld is a one of a kind. You can't so. <laughs> <laughs> you can't do it with Jack Kirby or Steve Buscema or fucking Mike Mignola. You can't do it with any of those motherfuckers. The thing <laughs> that's because they played it safe. That played it safe. safe. My boy, Mike Rob Liefeld, it safe. Mike Mignola boy, had Rob, the wildest style I've Rob ever Liefeld, seen. Rob Liefeld's style is unique and uh, proportions. What feet? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. No, thank you, sir. <laughs> Who needs them? Who <laughs> needs them? <laughs> Just give me big muscles, pouches, and guns I'm gonna have with, with half with of his chest turned one way, and the other half of the chest turned the other way. Make it look he's got a giant arch in his back. It's very dynamic. It's just he's ridiculous. A very, he's a very dynamic it's just, artist. It's just ridiculous. His, his visuals are next level, man. <laughs> You're just not on the level. You need to ascend to his level to I appreciate. I thank him for creating Deadpool. Thank you. Thank you for Deadpool. I appreciate it. You're welcome. <laughs> on, behalf, on behalf of, of Rob. <laughs> That'll do it. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. All right. All right. Peace. Peace. How dare you. The Bombcast.